0: Welcome everyone to the next edition of Light Shed Live. We're very excited to have Dish's Robert Sadler and Dish Tim Mayer join us to showcase one of their newest product launches, which is DraftKings on Dish. So enabling sports betting. The day this deal was announced, I got super excited because people have been talking about doing this. Lots of people talk about doing it dish is actually doing it. I'm going to turn it over to Robert to run through a demo and then we'll have a the whole team will have a conversation with Robert and Tim afterwards if you have questions, throw them into the Q, into the chat function or sorry the Q and a function. T them up right now. as we go through we'll kind of weed through them and we'll try to get through as many questions during the Q and a session but start thinking of them and putting them into the Q and A as soon as you can. Robert, the floor is yours to share the screen.
1: Well thanks. Um, I'm go and do that. Uh, can you guys see me? Or can you guys see yep. ESPN, I guess? You can see it perfectly, yep. <laughs> right um, so really, like, the the whole thing, uh, we've been investigating ways to break down the walls between wagering and watching, watching for a while now, like watching sports. Um, so we're super excited about our partnership with DraftKings. Um, really, like, helps uh, kind of kickstart that conversation. And as sports betting becomes more and more of a thing nationwide, um, really starts uh, to expose that um, – that entertainment option and or option in general to, to our customers, right? Uh, so it has a, there are a number uh, of launch points um, for DraftKings. Uh, we have what we call our like mini apps bar, uh, right? So here you can see DraftKings in it. Um, you can also launch by voice. You can simply just say DraftKings into the remote. Uh, we have a, um, an EPG banner uh, that goes across um, our EPG uh, that, that will launch you directly uh, in DraftKings, it's being um, it's being borrowed right now uh, for our uh, bracket challenge that's been being sponsored by DraftKings.
2: Hold on, I didn't understand the last part. I understand the first two part. What do you mean by an EPG banner?
1: Yeah, so if you look at the screen now, yep. Um, so at the very bottom, you see this. Uh, there's a there's a uh, a banner at the very bottom, a personal banner for uh, for bracket challenge, yeah. uh, sponsored by DraftKings. It's something else we have going on during March Madness, um, but um, outside of this week, what you'll start seeing. That you'll see a link to DraftKings, just a way to promote it uh, to our right. customers because the guide is one of the most heavily used. Uh, right, so
2: you're basically saying you either flip up and pick it as one of those underlying apps,
1: yep.
2: Say DraftKings, or if you happen to be looking through the guide, you're going to have this thing at the bottom, and then you yep. can just click on that, and that would take you in.
1: That's right, and then we also uh, we also integrated it into our other sports experiences, whether like it's our Game Finder experience that. Um, it's really designed to help customers find the game across all, find the game they want to watch across all the channels that's available. Yep. Um, also, has a link directly into teams as well. So really, it's a cohesive sports experience across all the different places uh, the customers are going to. On, our, can our you platform.
2: just show us that in Game Finder? Yeah. Let's say I want to find whatever the next time. Is it just for what's on now, or is it like I want to find the next time Liverpool plays and it would show?
1: <laughs> yeah, so here uh, we have what's going on today. Right uh, here are the games uh-huh. that, that are coming on today. You can set your favorites. Uh, we have it broken down by the basketball tournament, yep. NBA, bas- uh, college basketball, uh, and it goes uh, kind of three days, three days in advance. it'll so tell you whether or not it's blacked out, whether you can watch it or not. If it's live, it'll tell you the score, right? So it's really just let that's just day. show you the
2: game. But how does how does DraftKings integrate to that?
1: Yeah. So um, uh, here again, like we're we're so heavily promoting uh, bracket challenge right now. But as you're as you're browsing through these, you'll see tiles that will take you into DraftKings, um, so you can gotcha. actually start yep. to. Get the, It'll just uh, be
2: another uh, tile, tile a month in in the middle of the games that are showing.
0: Got it. Okay. That's right. <clears throat> yep. Um, so so subtle, subtle, re- su- subtle over and over a- and over again reminders. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, just making it as easy as possible to to access. Yep. Right. Because again, uh, we're trying to break down that that barrier. Um, so here we are looking at the the actual uh, DraftKings application. Um, so here are the games that are coming on today um, in uh, chronolo- chronological order. Um, if they're available to watch, uh, you can actually see we'll put the the channel that they're on.
0: Um, and just to, just to pause you for a second, what I see on the screen in terms of college basketball, that's pulling directly from DraftKings, meaning Dish is not doing any of the programming there. That's just pulling from a DraftKings feed.
1: That's right. Yeah, we're not we're not uh, we're not uh, manipulating um, it at all, right? So you we're looking at you know Main Saint Mary Mount uh, Mount Saint Mary's at Texas Southern, right? You see the point spread. Um, the, the money line, et cetera, right? kind of the high level um, items that, that most people bet on. Um, and then if if it's actually on, or if it's going to be on, uh, you can either set a recording or they obviously it's early in the morning. So there are no games on right now. Um, but if it was live um, you could say there'd be a, instead of record, there'd be an option that says watch and you click watch. And then uh, in the quarter screen of the video uh, or three quarter screen of the video, like would change the channel to whatever channel that game was playing on.
3: And then it says place a bet right next to it, but it's not highlighted in green. Oh, okay. You just
1: just (laughs) let him get there. there. Ah, Uh, This is just a
2: dude that just doesn't use a cable box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. And then obviously like, so we have it divided by sports across the top. Uh, You can see we have college basketball, NBA, NHL right now. Those are the big games that are going on uh, or big leagues that are going on right now. Um, and then you can also switch over into like the fantasy view, uh, so you can see all the uh, the daily <coughs> fantasy events that are going on, um, either all, here we have the all view, but you can also go uh, into the actual uh, sports as well. Um,
4: I think it's important to point out too, Rob, um, as the games start, right, we don't have actually any live games right now, but we constantly ping DraftKings back end, oh, yeah. right? So all these odds will update real time for the, the in-play games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um even like as they change before they're in flight, right? Like regardless of like we're we're constantly uh getting updated uh information from from draft teams. So this this uh data is as as live as it would be if you went to their own app.
2: I mean the challenge with that, if we can top into it's almost the second question on our already that's in our in our feed is um, you know, I watched the Super Bowl on on, or at least I tried to on CBS Access after having some major problems. And then um But I I put on my Directv at the same time, and there's obviously a major latency between something that's getting streamed versus like through my Directv or if I well maybe FiOS is also um, delayed as well. So while that's getting you know refreshed quickly, isn't the fact that the latency on a Sling stream going to prevent very active betting for those for those uh, those those examples, Tim?
4: Yeah, I mean I think you're spot on on the on the latency part. Actually, you know, this demo here is Dish, so it's going to have extremely similar latency to what yeah. you direct TV at home. Gotcha. Um, so yep.
3: this, this is-, is that is that the real advantage for Dish is the fact that your DBS platform as opposed to um like going over IP or like, yeah. or, or cable qualm because yeah, there's I, I, less latency.
4: Yeah, I I mean absolutely. I think the less latency the, the more advantageous for sports betting obviously. I think yep. you, know, you guys all know a lot of the the revenue that's going to come out of this is going
3: to is going to take place in game. From in game. But yeah. it, how much how much faster is it to go over satellite than over IP or qualm?
4: Rob, do you want to talk about the latency difference?
1: Yeah, we can talk about it. Um so the um tomorrow so <laughs> Quam, there's not, I don't think there's really that much of a latency difference. when you, like, um, it's really streaming. Um, and streaming, it's because of all the encoding that they have to do um, at, at live, essentially. Um, so typically, I mean, what we see is we see anywhere from, I don't know, anywhere from 20 to 30 seconds of latency when it comes to a streaming channel. Um, and you'll see, I don't know, sub 10, comes to dbs or cable right so anywhere from from three to to seven depending on depending on how close you are to the broadcast and whether or not you're picking up over uh ota or not right Um, or if it's actually coming through the satellite uh signal so it's quite a bit of quite a bit of um quite a bit of difference but it certainly is an advantage when it comes to to live sports um but
0: but i want to just pause you for a second because everything that you're doing so far is in game but it's meaning it's in game on outcomes there is no sort of micro betting or micro wagering yet where I'm betting on the next dunk or the next, you know, who gets the next first down that, that isn't there yet. I assume because of latency and technology issues, that's still on the roadmap for the future, but possible.
4: Yeah, Rich. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you've, you've obviously covered this a lot with, you know, Phoenix and and, and the live streaming and, and, and zero latency live streaming and, there's a lot of uh, companies out there that are that are taking on micro market betting. We certainly yep. think micro market betting is going to be a huge marketplace, but you know that's something we're going to you know look to evolve into. And 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 obviously latency is one of the challenges you've got to solve as you're betting on you know the next pitch that Aaron Judge is going to what he's going to do with it. I'm just even the overall on, point Rich, that
2: it, even yeah no hold on for a second but even live betting today, you know lines move like if if you know. Carson Wentz actually completes a pass, then the line moves in the Eagles favor. Like, I've, you know, I've seen this happen. It's not so the Eagles,
3: Eagles problem anymore.
2: <laughs> you know what, I'm, my point is that like the, okay. line moves, the line and 30 seconds can make a big difference in terms of getting the bet in before the line goes off.
1: So, so in for, between let's plays. just clarify latency for a second too, right? So the latency is in the video stream, the latency isn't in the betting action, right? So you might not, the line will change in the app in real time, regardless if it's on us or Sling, right? Um, it's just the video. It, the The line could change before you see what happened in the game to change. Right,
2: but the they're going to reconfirm the line with you, and it's it's just it's it's going to create an issue, right? If if you're, you know,
4: I think the other important thing to point out here is this. You know, we haven't we haven't put anything out about the sling experience yet. This is this is Dish, which which has you know gotcha. substantially less than 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 sure. The, you. We certainly acknowledge there's a latency challenge to solve and, and we're actively figuring out what the experience will look like on our other properties. But as it pertains to the dish, I think, like Rob said, it's, it's much less of a challenge.
2: 100%, I, yep. So when you, when you do click place a bet, do you open up other betting alternatives, any type of prop betting within that particular game? Or is it just those, it's just basically line over under money line?
0: Yeah, so in,
1: in the app, we're only showing you uh, the three options. Um, in order, like uh, I mean, as as Tim said, like this is not kind of uh, the the art of the possible. This is just kind of where we're at due to like where regulatory gotcha. regulatory yep. is. So there's no actual betting in the app today. What happens uh, is you'll select place a bet. Um, so this is the first time experience, right? You have to enter your phone number. I'm just gonna enter, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's always good to tell the entire world what your phone number is. So yeah, we, we had that conversation yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no, so uh, it'll actually send a link to your phone with a with a, a one time six digit code. Yep. You enter the six digit code here, and then the uh, the account or the setup box is linked to your DraftKings account. Yep. So from then on, whenever you say place a bet, we'll actually send you a text yep. uh, to uh, to your phone. Uh, that gives you a deep link into the DraftKings app to complete your betting experience. Gotcha. And it defaults you into the game that you're already in. So when you enter, when you open DraftKings, the app on your phone or on the, the uh, your, your computer, wherever it is, um, you'll see kind of the, these big three uh, options, but you'll also see all the prop bets and all the other bets they have available uh, for that game.
4: Yeah, so what's cool about this is, as Rob said, is this is obviously not the art of possible, but it's where we're starting. And... When you look at one of the bigger consumer challenges when they're engaging with live sports and then trying to bet at the same time is, you know, we've kind of created like a sports book look here. So you're in a sports book, you can discover all the lines, you can see all the games that are on, then the challenge is then you've got to pick up your phone and it sounds, it sounds easy, but then you've got to find that actual game, right? So what we've done is made it seamless. You can discover the game right here on the television. You press fix the link and it's going to deep link you right into all those betting options for that specific
1: game. Um, And then the same thing on the daily fantasy side, right? Like there are hundreds of thousands of of daily fantasy games. Um, So we'll send you a link directly to the one that you're interested in that you, you saw, you saw on your big screen TV.
0: And maybe just, I guess there is sort of this obvious question of like, why do you need to do this? If you're a betting fan, don't you have the DraftKings app open on your phone? Where is the, I guess the question would be like, where's the value add of having this up on the screen? I assume you're doing this because your consumers asked for it versus you thinking they would want it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We did a a lot of research to understand uh, kind of what customers wanted around sports betting. And really there's kind of uh, two things, right? They want an easy way to watch the games that they're wagering on. Um, And uh, there's an education element to it, right? Like a lot of customers don't know um, what like that sports betting is even available or what it is, right? So Um, those are the two things that we're really trying to tackle with this app. One, again, breaking down the barriers between wagering and watching, Um, and then um, just, you know, making it as easy as possible uh, for customers to find out about sports betting and and interact with it it if they're interested.
4: Yeah. And I think it's also important to point out, Rich, there's a lot of people that still aren't educated on sports betting. And there's a big market out there and we obviously have a lot of customers and we think that this certainly helps educate people. And our users about sports betting it's a it's a it's a way to you know start engaging and it's a it's a obviously a way for draft kings to reach subscribers in in the states that are applicable and legal
0: okay uh is there any more of the demo you want to show us
1: no i mean that's pretty like the app in, in and of itself is pretty simple right like it's all about finding a game like that you're interested in seeing what the money line is getting that link sent to your phone and then Very quickly, you know, um, completing the bet uh, in in the mobile experience.
0: Well, and the other piece of it that I think is important, right, is you see that the Drake-Wichita State game is on. It'll be able to tune to it instantly because you know that that's happening versus having to hunt and peck for a game that you want to bet on right as you're speaking. I mean, I think to me almost the the, the recording function, not even the recording, but the the watch live functionality of knowing what to bet and being able to say, oh, I want to bet on that. Here it is, I don't have to go search for it. It's almost more interesting than the the place of bet functionality
1: sure yeah and the ability to actually like um, like to, to know what games it'll be really interesting to see if people are betting more on games they can actually watch versus games that, that are that are just happening right so one of the things we'll be tracking is whether or not we can uh, whether or not customers are engaging more with uh, or betting more on, on the games that they can actually watch and watch versus just betting on you know the the games like this, Colgate at Arkansas that isn't on isn't on a channel anymore. I,
4: and I I do think it's important, Rich, as you said, the correlation between discovering a game, watching a game, and betting on a game. You know, I think the user experiences have gotten great on these on these betting apps, but the everyday person still doesn't know how to pick it up and find the actual game that they want to bet on easily. And I think. We're we're trying to create a you know again an easy function to allow users to get directly into the game that they want to bet on as they're engaging with it on the television.
3: Organizationally, you guys have been pretty resistant um, on local sports rights on the RSNs. Does does betting integration change your philosophy on that? Is there something you're trying to find out um, from integrating this? Whether it, there's more engagement. Um, with sports in general, which may influence your decision on, uh, on uh, sports rights in the future?
4: So, I mean, look, Certainly engagement is a big thing we're going to monitor here and, and how, how that works with works in, in, in correlation with what you're watching and how you're engaging with what you're watching. Obviously, sports is going to be a huge driver of this. As, it, as, it, as how that relates to future programming deals You know that's that's not something we're 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 prepared to comment on.
2: How does the how does the how do you get paid on this? Basically, is it is it basically someone downloading and signing up an account activation, or are you going to get some type of uh, incremental vig every time someone bets and sends a link and completes a bet back on their app?
4: Yeah, so we didn't. We're we're not. We're not. We're not actually disclosing any of the the financial elements of our partnership here. Um, but obviously, we are trying to drive users to the DraftKings experience, and there is, you know, there there is a financial component to that.
0: I mean, it certainly seems like just from a high level, the biggest challenge of sports betting companies. I'm sure I'm not saying anything that everyone doesn't know. Customer acquisition cost is sort of their greatest challenge. Sure. From what I from what I see, just from when you were going through the guide, uh, the amount of sort of I, I hate to use the word free because I realize it's not free, but the amount of DraftKings promotion that they're getting out of this. Which lowers their, which lowers their, you know, CAC seems pretty substantial. Well, like, I'm sure there's giving them aff- a lot of value. It's an
3: affiliate deal, I'm sure. It, yeah, that's there, so it's it, Look, like, it provides value to dish. Big,
0: yeah. Right, it's giving value to dish customers. It's making the experience better, but it's also giving DraftKings a tremendous amount of promotion where there's eyeballs watching sports. That's
2: right. Sure. I'm just trying to understand is on top of all of that, which is normal, right? You would say like, Hey, watch this movie. If I looked at my direct TV mm-hmm. thing, that if for whatever reason, a shit ton of volume goes through this app, do you, does dish share in that benefit or does basically just DraftKings collect all of that incremental value of those, of those bets that are coming through the, uh, through the interface.
4: Yeah. Again, I, you know, we're just, that's just not something we're commenting on. Okay.
3: There's I mean, gotta be an affiliate deal there where they, <laughs> where Dish takes a rake.
0: When you look at the population of boxes that have this, you know, in terms of like the Dish customer base, forget about sling for a second, but the Dish customer base, how many people have a box capable of doing what you just showed?
1: Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. We typically don't describe like a, or give details on our subscriber base, uh, but the number of boxes this is on, you can put in the tens of millions, right? Um, there there's quite a few boxes that have this capability um, available in, in the market.
0: And I assume no sense, it's just because it's in the QA. I assume there's no sense or is there any way to have a sense of what percentage of people have the DraftKings app? Because I guess if you don't have the DraftKings app, does it ask you to install the app? Or like what happens if you never have you don't have the ad DraftKings, you don't have an account. Like, what is the process then? You obviously showed it the example of like you have it, you just haven't linked them
1: yet. Yeah, so on the on the, the setup box, everyone every one of our boxes that it's capable on has it. Right, you don't have to do anything special. You just go to it and launch it. Yep. Um, in the uh, in the case of like when you get that link um, to your mobile phone, um, it actually uh, I mean Apple and, and and Android have been great where if you try to open an app that's not on your phone, uh, they actually will redirect you to uh, the app store to go download it. Right, so it's a very simple process. Um, like you you'll still get the same link from us. Uh, you'll get, um, instead of going directly into the app, it'll it'll prompt you to go to the app store. You'll go and download the app store on whatever device that you're on um, and then create an account and then you're off to the races. No pun intended. And then on the
0: sling side, um, beyond the latency issue, it would seem like it's an all digital platform. Like beyond, other than latency, is there anything else that's technically different than what we're talking about here?
4: Uh, no, no, I mean, to your point it's an all digital platform you know it doesn't require any hardware um it's a it's a it's a it's a great al- it's a great alternative service for us for a different market a different addressable market and and we we certainly as as announced plan to bring draftkings into the mix on that service as well
2: How do you extend the relationship into boost um you know your the wireless service provider that that dish now has
4: yeah, so we're obviously, we're, we, you know, we, we didn't disclose anything as it pertains to mobile. But again, just in the same context as Sling, we definitely plan on extending our relationship with DraftKings to our mobile, our mobile ambitions and our mobile footprint. But as it, as it stands today, we don't, we don't have anything to share on that front.
0: Right. I, I guess just from, from a high level, there's nothing, the technology of what we're talking about, I mean, DraftKings works on every cellular phone and every cellular network. I guess the, the the obvious question is if I'm a Dish subscriber, Sling subscriber, let's take either one. I think when you know when I talk to Fox executives or NBC executives, they always say the holy grail of this whole sort of collision of programming and sports betting is when they'd all be integrated into the same app, which obviously isn't possible unless you have you know, sort of the customer on both ends, right? Like you've got to have access to the programming, access to the devices or the apps, et cetera. That would seem like, again, I'm not saying you have anything to announce today, but that would seem like the ultimate of what you'd love to achieve is where you're actually watching the dish feed on a mobile device inside of the DraftKings app or in a co-branded experience.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think to your point, you know, that's obviously been identified as the holy grail of sports betting. It's it's certainly something we paid close attention to and how it, how it could look or work, but we're going to listen to our audience and our customer base. And like I said, most importantly, we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to work with our partner in this space and we're going to, we're going to make sure we're being compliant in all the States and, 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 and follow their, follow their lead.
0: You know, um, Robert, you've worked on a lot of um, new product integrations for dish. You know, I, I've sort of been surprised, you know, we've seen deals. I mean, Comcast struck a deal with PointsBet, I think, or Bets... I uh, yeah, one of the... I forget which of the ones. I think it was PointsBet. PointsBet. It was, okay. You know, it, Comcast has a fully digital set-top box. I haven't seen anything come out of that in terms of this functionality. You know, Fubo likes to talk about... I mean, lots of people talk about it. I, I guess, how fast did this happen? Like, from the time you actually... Like, was this a year in the making in terms of... Like, how hard is this technology to integrate into the DISH IP system on the boxes?
1: Yeah, so I mean, we've been looking at this space for a while, but from the time we said go, this is probably four months of dev in test uh, before it's ready for, ready for uh, the public.
4: Yeah, to be fair to the question, Rich, you know, this was a, we've been, we've been looking at the space for a long, long time. And, you know, you mentioned uh, a number of other parties and how they're approaching it. You know, we looked at all, all possible Methods of entering into this market, as you can imagine, and you know ultimately that was the process in its own. And then, you know, when we identified the direction we wanted to go in, it was identifying the right partner. And the, the a partner that we felt was obviously had a lot of stability in the market and was on growth trajectory and was going to be a viable partner for us long term. And that's inevitably how we ended up with DraftKings. Um, so this was this was a multi-year endeavor for us as a business.
0: You know, I, I sort of look at it, you know, j- just that point, Tim, like I sort of think about it like the the team at Penn Gaming is sort of using the Barstool kind of content brand to sort of, you know, amplify their messaging, you know, lower their customer acquisition costs. And it feels like DraftKings is essentially partnering with somebody that already has lots of people that are watching sports like it's just a sort of a different angle on how do you sort of reach sports fans in a very native and organic way. And, you know, try to lower your acquisition costs and, and drive overall engagement with, with betting and the content in general. I mean, it, it, to me, it just seems like an obvious win-win for the two sides. You know, I think the, the even if it doesn't drive tremendous, like actual betting through the the two-screen experience, just having the, the availability seems like a nice value add for, for consumers on both sides. Totally agree. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the, the question is, um, you know, from a sports standpoint, will this cover all sports, like anything that's happening on DISH? Like, what what, what will this experience look like in different seasons, maybe as a sort of like a, a last big topic?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, we'll continue to add, you know, the sports that are driving viewership on DISH. Um, so, I mean, obviously baseball is the next big one uh, that you can expect to see. And then, um, I mean, just like there's no NFL today, like we we had the NFL integration done. Uh, we just didn't launch before the, the season was over. Uh, right um, so like we'll just rotate uh, the kind of the, the top level high- level sports in and out uh, of the experience as they become relevant to uh, to our customers and you know um, and users so
4: yeah I mean you'll see evolution altogether right this is a we, we view this very much as a starting point for us and uh, have have uh, all the intention in the world of evolving this into something right. that's robust long- term
2: why don't, why don't we hit these, because um, I know you guys only have 30 minutes. We have two questions in our Q&A box, uh, one from Chris saying, how does 5G play into differentiation um, offering uh, to DraftKings? Um, does it change what you can offer the consumer in, in any way? Meaning like, <clears throat> isn't latency kind of already good enough for this type of application on LTE versus 5G? Um, why don't you hit that one, and then we'll hit uh, Goldwyn's for the last question.
4: Yeah, I mean, 5, 5G is obviously a very broad statement, right? 5G can right. work in a number of ways um, that are relevant to obviously us as a business and then draft teams, you know, the things that come to mind long-term with 5G, you're obviously solving, you know, you, you still need the streaming piece on the on the latency, but, you know, ultra-fast speeds um, are, are going to ensure that you're getting the game on time and with minimal latency. And then obviously, you know, long-term as you connect stadiums and, and, and betting becomes more relevant in stadiums and you, know, you have connectivity options and you have betting options. You know, there's all kinds of synergies between what we're doing and what, what sportsbooks like DraftKings are doing long-term. I think connectivity is gonna be a huge component of that.
2: Okay, then um, just quickly, what population, let's just try and do this as a round robin to get through these quickly. What population of deployed hopper boxes um, can, can this work with or interact with?
1: Yeah, all, all of our the entire Hopper family of of boxes or set top boxes, you know, kind of their their clients, what we call Joey's, uh, and then our standalone box, which you call the Wally. Uh, all of them, um, anything that has the kind of the Hopper interface on it, uh, DraftKings works on. Uh, obviously, as long as it's uh, internet connected.
2: Rich, you want to hit any of these other ones in terms of the RSNs? I'm not sure that that's applicable in th- this
1: for I,
0: this I group. Think, I think I think Brandon got it close enough in terms yeah. of what that question was. Um, I think the only last question, maybe just to hit here before we let these guys go, um, it says, "Does because I don't really understand it." Does the DraftKings experience interact directly with the content? And I'm assuming the answer is no; it's pulling directly from DraftKings. But I think that's the question.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. Like, so we we don't we don't power. It, um, we're using DraftKings to power all the the stats and stuff on on the left hand side. Uh, the only interaction that may happen like that could happen is if uh, there's a game that's available for you to watch or record. You press that button, then the video will change um, to to that game so you can watch it while you see the lines for all the other games going on. Well,
0: well maybe that's an interesting question. So uh, just to play off of that, if I'm watching Duke play, does the Duke line show up first? Uh, not today. Got it. So it literally is just whatever DraftKings is powering. Right.
3: Uh-oh that might be the sign that we've run over time. And it, it is, it is, is 101, customer, so. it is, it is 101 Eastern. So that is amazing. Um, it so it might be a good place to stop. I will say thank
2: you uh, for spending this time through my Fios connection, which is still working. Uh, <laughs> hey, by the way, that's a great freeze frame. Yeah, as well. I think I might take a picture of that right now. <laughs> that's just amazing. Uh, Thanks, guys. Enjoy the snow. Hopefully you get out and ski uh, this weekend. Appreciate the time. Thanks, everyone.